FM, and we are fortunate enough to be joined by Michael Cathro from Ha the Unclear. How are you going, Michael? Good, thanks, Dave. How are you? Oh, absolutely fantastic. How's your uh, How's your Monday been so far? Uh, it's been a, a normal work day. A normal work day. <laughs> the grinding. The, the grind never stops. You know how it is. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> well, um, I guess before uh, we go on to anything, I think a huge congratulations should go to all members of Harvey Unclear for getting a top tw- uh, song into the top 20 finalists for the 2018 Silver Scroll Awards. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, that was a really nice, um, really nice surprise. So, yeah, real, real kind of. A real honour to be like the names on that list, like yeah, just people that we've really looked up to. So it's yeah, amazing to be included amongst them. Um, yeah, it must be amazing to be part of the the upper echelon of New Zealand music. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's that. It's like it's just. Uh, I don't know. Though it's nice to be acknowledged. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's your first time you've been. Uh, is it the first time you've been uh, put forwards for anything in the Silver Scroll Awards? Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it is, and we, we haven't had like uh, I, I suppose we had a, we've had I think one single out between uh, Wallace Line, which is in the Silver Scroll, and between then and our last album. So we've not had much for the last <laughs> three or four years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just you know you're like a, a fine wine, you know, it just gets better with time. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, so um, you've got a you've got a tour of New Zealand and Australia coming up for uh, that new album, Invisible Lines. Um, mm-hmm. And I uh, I mean you've Harvey Unclear's been incredibly busy this year because you just you released uh, the Corduroy mixtape with uh, yeah. Soaked Oats and oh, I always forget the other band uh, Being yeah Being yeah and you were you've uh, had a just recently had come off a tour of New Zealand how how'd that go Yeah it was it was really really fun um, I'd, we'd never really done it before we'd we'd toured sort of the whole country with three bands and that experience was really. Um, we'd never done a split single either and this mm. was really like uh, eye opening and that um, doing it together with other people is so much more fun it's, it's but not that it's fun not fun anyway but, <laughs> yeah. but you know like, it was like kind of a collegial spirit you could like you like meet up in the next place and, yeah yeah then spend a week apart and then meet up again in the next town and yeah it must and, add, and, add another layer of adventure to yeah it was to, an adventure yeah that's a good way of putting it and we had a nice like you know five hour ride to the Eden from Christchurch with 12 of us in the van. Oh, that would have been so, so good. Because oh. that, that drive is boring enough like, as oh, it is, exactly so 12 enough. people would have made it perfect. Exactly. Just just enough banter that it didn't feel like it was yeah. a journey at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good thing the, the gig wasn't in Kaikoura or, I don't know, somewhere in the Catlins. <laughs> yeah. Those extra two hours could have been it yeah. for the tour. <laughs> it might have soured that, uh, that, that lens a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's interesting you bring up the, the point about the, the uh, doing lots of s- uh, singles on a... Sorry, uh, a lot of bands like collaborating for a, a mixtape because that's yeah. right. I feel like it's something that um, the bands that I listened to when I was younger, they would do quite a lot, but yeah. you don't really see a lot of it nowadays. So it must have been like a really cool experience. How did it work? Did you record, go off and record your songs on your own? Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, we, uh, we, we played a gig together, all three of us, and then afterwards um, we were just all talking and, and sort of said, hey, have you got any stuff that you... We had, we, had, we had a couple of songs we weren't using for our album and we were, and we were like, oh, we, we've got this, we want to put it out with mm. um, On a mixtape, do, do you guys have anything that you're not using that you want to put on something? And then sort of came together like that. Like, oh, awesome. Yeah. That's and wicked. So we were just put in songs that we weren't really using and then um, 
but that we, you know, we thought were worthy of being out there. Yeah, yeah. Using for anything else, so oh, that was awesome. the genesis of it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now. You've recently also released an album for... Uh, sorry, not now, obviously. You've released a, a music video for a new single, yeah. Stuck in My Head, and I gave it a watch today, and I loved the music video. It looked like so, <laughs> so much fun uh, recording it. Did With music videos, did you come up with the idea, or did someone in the band come up with an idea, or do you, does a director come to you and say, hey, we've got this, we'd like you to use your song for it? Yeah, no way. The director is totally the director, eh? <laughs> I don't mind that... Oh, like he sent me that storyboard, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah if you can make that work, then be great." Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I wish I could think of something like that. But, <laughs> no, that that's purely the director's um, genius. <laughs> I guess the musicians make the music; the director writes the video. Yeah, yeah I try and I try. Yeah, <laughs> stay sure in your lane. <laughs> that, exactly. That's exactly right. And I'm sure directors like a you know. Yeah. Be some awkward meetings. <laughs> yeah, it's a great idea, but. I'll, uh, yeah, I went to school for this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I and I love I love the baseline of stuck in my head. I, I, I'm a huge fan of because uh, I play bass myself, and I'm a huge fan of baselines and songs that like it's not the it doesn't overpower the guitar, but it's certainly like a real driving force of the song. Yeah. I found that in uh, stuck in my head. So so cool. Yeah, that's I think Paul's originally well, he's originally a guitarist, and I think. He learned, learned bass quite late, late in the piece, and I think maybe that's affected his bass playing a bit, where he plays a bit more melodically, maybe. Yeah. A lot of melodic ideas, so. Yeah. I think that's the driver of that. Oh, I love that. I love it. Um, so with uh, Harley Unclear, it's quite you're quite renowned for the storytelling in your songs. Uh, mm. For example, um, I was reading up on Growing Mold. That's about. Uh, oh, would you like to say what Growing Mold is about? Oh yeah, well it was it, the song is about. Um, being being stuck outside in a part, someone's apartment and um, being broken up with through the intercom and and uh, you're finding that you can't get in and, and then mm. having, and it's a narrative it's narrated through the intercom. Mm. Um, that was yeah that, that wasn't a personal experience but that was just that, it was I was thinking of how how was a way that I could tell this uh, and it was the intercom thing sort of came to mind. Yeah, uh, uh, it came to me because of the. The uh, door code at BFM in Auckland. Um, <laughs> I was like punching that, punching the code in there, thinking, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> the, the one in um, Radio One is like it's. They tell you the code, which is like they tell you the numbers, or the the letters assigned to the numbers. But because yeah. no one's phones have the the letters next to the numbers anymore, I've been locked out before. Like I can't, I don't know which numbers line up. Oh man, you got to get your phone out and have a look at. The, yeah, yeah, <laughs> got to get my old my old burner phone. Well, I uh, heard after I heard after that that because uh, I I knew the code and, and then I thought I'd changed the the code for the song and uh, <laughs> and it came out and oh, I was no. like oh no we've had to change the key code because you know, oh, no. <laughs> I, I, was, oh, I thought I had I thought it was something else. Oh, that's so good. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Oh, uh, no. That'll be all right. That'll be all right, yeah. Um, uh, so are there any uh, stories or narratives that you, you really, really want to write into a song but you haven't found a way how? Or is uh, or if there, if you every one you've got you've written into a song, what's your favourite one? Oh, definitely there's some I haven't. Um, there's one I've been trying to work to a song about... Uh, like just being a, a high-rise window cleaner and um, it, you know not having to bother with other people at all. You're just you're just it's just skyscrapers and blue sky. I'm trying to work that into a song. I don't, oh, nice. I don't know uh, yet, but um, 
Yeah, definitely lots of stuff I haven't worked in. Um, we've got a bunch of new songs ready to record, so yeah. so we're I'm working on those. That's yeah, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Plenty of ideas. Just, just plenty of ideas. Just need them to actually coherent stuff. As yeah, well. need, need a bit more time just to simmer in the the mind pots to yeah. get. Get yeah, ready. Right, a little bit. <laughs> juices, yeah. Wonderful. So you've got uh, how many gigs have you got in the upcoming tour? Five uh, in New Zealand, is it? Yeah, yeah. So we just got five New Zealand until Melbourne at the moment, um, and that'll be enough, I think. Uh, <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, I'm going to pop over to Big Sound after. after oh, okay. So, so that week, um, I'll be over there. And yep. then and then after that, we will we'll yeah get back into the into the studio. I think not long after that. Oh, wonderful! So for for yeah. people who are for who are interested, uh, there's the five New Zealand gigs. Uh, they start on the third, and that's in Christchurch, third of August. Then the fourth in Dunedin, yeah. at the Cook, eleventh in Wellington at Meow, and twenty fourth in Auckland at Whammy Bar. Then twenty fifth at the Mount, and then on the second and third of uh, uh, September, you're in Melbourne. And you've played you've played in Australia a bit before, haven't you? Yeah, this will be our third visit. Uh, mostly Melbourne, but we played Sydney and Adelaide and Brisbane before as well. Oh, sorry, not Brisbane, Sydney and Adelaide before as well. Um, it must yeah. it must cool. be an awesome feeling uh, going to another country and like seeing fans of your music like turning up to gigs. Like, you, oh, it's pretty special. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's nice. It's um, yeah, it's really cool. And 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 the, the bars over there are really funny as well. <laughs> After a show, we went downstairs and were playing Paul at the Tote Hotel in Melbourne. <laughs> Everyone was, it was just ACDC on the jukebox. <laughs> it was like a real hip bar and ACDC on the jukebox. <laughs> Everyone like sing along to every lyric and really unironically as well. <laughs> I um, love it. It was great. It. it was fantastic. There was just no, uh, no concerns about it. Yeah, it was oh, nice. I loved it. Um, as a as a Dunedin, because you uh, you and Paul originated in Dunedin. Uh, when you come back and play in Dunedin, is there a little bit of your heart that goes like, "Oh, I love this place. I miss this place. This is where uh, it all started." Hundred percent, like hundred percent. I'll I'll end up back there. I would say at at some point. Um, yeah, definitely. And but you know, it, yeah, it, it, I never have enough time. It feels mm. like I burn up my time so quickly when I'm there, and I just I. I never get to visit the places that I, I yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. There are so many pockets of places that I I, I really love when I yeah. when I grow up there, and then. No, um, I think it's a it's a it's a wonderful place, and I think it it, it would take because I I'm I think my time in Dunedin is coming to an end soon. I think it's going to take a bit of time away for me to fully want to come back, but I definitely <laughs> see myself coming back. <laughs> a bit of time and maybe some double glazing in a in a flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's this that's a strong point. <laughs> Um, well, well. Finally, before I let you go, uh, Michael, uh, my sister is a huge, huge fan. She'll be oh, going to your show in Wellington, and oh, great. she had two questions. One was, could you save her a poster for the show in Wellington? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we can sort out later. And the yeah. second one is, uh, every time there's a gig uh, up there, uh, her flat has a, tradi- a tradition where they pre- prepare a meal that's like related to the gig they're going to. So for yeah. soaked oats, they soaked their oats uh, had, and had really nice <laughs> oats before. <laughs> Um, and they wanted to know for Harvey Unclear, what dish embodies the band? Oh, good question. Uh, oh, let's say dumplings. 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 Oh, wonderful, wonderful. She is going to love that. Well, thank you very much, Michael. I really appreciate uh, you taking the time and coming on. And I hope the the tour goes swimmingly.
Uh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Dave. No trouble. You can catch these guys on the 4th in Dunedin uh, or the, check out their tour dates and check out their new album, Invisible Lines, coming out. Thank you very much, Michael. Have a great night. Appreciate it. Cheers, man. See you later. Uh, we'll play a tune, uh, Wallace Line. We actually talked about this a little bit earlier in the interview. That was Michael Cathro from Harley Unclear. Please do go check them out if you uh, are in any of the places. Christchurch on the 3rd, Dunedin on the 4th, Wellington on the 11th, Auckland on the 24th, and Mount on the 25th. If you're listening from Australia and you happen to be in Melbourne on the 2nd and the 3rd of September, they're also playing there. This is Harley Unclear with Wallace Line, and I'm Dave Borry, taking you through till 7 o'clock on the Monday Drive on Radio 1. Keep it locked on 91 FM.